Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? Your host, Denise Kelly. We're going to listen to a little bit of Jonathan Reynolds. It's called People. They are the best and the worst you created. Loving and hating and nothing related. Known as in basements and those congregated. We never Far from the peaceful shore I was sinking. Sweeping the ocean across the thinking. Don't know what validation I was seeking. People, 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 you said you could heal me from everything, did you mean people, people, deliver me, cause I can't point them out, I won't say the name. I don't know the damage or which one to blame. It's just people, people, Thank you. 
I like how he ended that. How he said, not only to deliver me from all these people, but forgive me when I'm one of these people. Amen. 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 We have a great lesson. We are finishing off of Ruth. And just so go ahead and get the fourth chapter of Ruth. And we're going to get uh, Minister Kelly to go ahead and pray us in. And uh, we're gonna sub we're gonna do these verses, and then we're gonna talk just a little bit about Ruth. And I will tell you what my title is after that. Oh gracious, dear and the Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for yet another blessed day. Lord, thank you, Lord, for your many blessings, Father God. Lord, we just come today, Father God, adoring you, Father God, adoring your word, adoring your beauty, Father God. God, we just give you all the praise and give you all the honor. Now we're asking, Father God, Lord, if we commend this service unto thy hand, Father God, that, Lord, you bless it, Father God, whichever so way you see fit. And, Lord, we ask, God, you touch the teacher, touch the listeners, and, Lord, that you touch all those who may be heard tonight. And all these things we pray in your precious son name, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, amen. So we're going to start with chapter four. We're finishing off Ruth. Uh, and we're going to be talking about here. The title is You Are a Shoe In. And my subtitle is Put Your Shoe On. Hmm. That's right. You will understand when you read the scriptures. So, if we could get everybody to read about four, that's 22. So, about four, four or five, one, two, three, four, there's four of us, five including myself. So, about five scriptures. If everybody can read five scriptures. Who would you like to start? I'm going to have Shanana go ahead and start us off. Then went Boaz up to the gate and set him down there. And behold, the kinsman of whom Boaz spake upon by, unto whom he said, Ho, oh, such a one, turn aside, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit ye down here. And they sat down. And he said unto the kinsman, Naomi, that is come again out of the country of Moab, sell it a parcel, a parcel of land, which was our brother. Alimi Lick, and I thought to the advertise thee, saying, Buy it before the inhabitants and before the elders of my people. If thou would redeem it, redeem it. But if thou would not redeem it, then tell me that I may know, for there is none to redeem it beside thee. And I am after thee. And he said, I will redeem it. You said four or five? Five. Okay, then said Boaz, what day thou buyest the field of the land, of the hand of Naomi? Thou must buy it also of Ruth and Moabites, the wife of the dead, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. <clears throat> hey, Vanessa? This is a NIV version. Uh, at this, the guardian redeemer said, then... I cannot redeem it because I might endanger my own estate. You redeem it yourself. I cannot do it. Now, in earlier times in Israel, for the redemption and transfer of property to become final, 
one party took off his sandal and gave it to the other. This was the method of legalizing transactions in Israel. So the guardian redeemer said to Boaz, buy it yourself. And he removed his sandal. Then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people, today you are witnesses that I have brought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilion and Mahalan. I have also acquired Ruth, the Moabite, Milan's widow as my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that his name would not disappear from among his family or from his hometown. Today, you are witnesses. Brother Benoit, can you read for us or are you in a spot to read or you just listen? I'll read. And all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, <clears throat> witnesses, the Lord make the woman that is common to thine house like Rachel and like Leah, which too did build the house of Israel and do <clears throat> you worthily to Epaphrath that, whatever, and be famous in Bethlehem. And let the house, let your house be like the house of Perez and Tamar, bear unto Judah of the seed, which the Lord shall give you of this young woman. <clears throat> so Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed, bless the Lord, which hath not left you in this, in this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto you a restorer of life and a, nurse, and a nourisher of your old age for your daughter-in-law, which loves you. And seven sons had borne him. Amen. Bro, can you finish this off? And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now there are the generations of Perez. Perez begot Hezron. Hezron begot Ram. And Ram begot Aminadab. And Aminadab begot Nashon. And Nashon begot Solomon. And Solomon begot Boaz. And Boaz begot Obed. And Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. Make a lot it of is. sense. But we're gonna break it down. We're gonna we gonna break it down really, really, really simple. So just remember the title of the lesson is you are a shoe-in. On put your shoe on. And so basically, what we're gonna be talking about the redemption power of we're talking about the redemption power. And we're going to reference it back to Jesus Christ, but we're also talking about Boaz redeeming Ruth and Naomi and putting, giving them a place um, in, in history. Uh, because of this incident, they are exactly in the line of David, the king, which is also in the line of Jesus Christ. And so look at what happens in this story. So... First, 
you I'm before I go on any further. So what do you think about the title? When you heard the story, tell me what you thought about the title. Oh, me? <laughs> I just yawned. Oh. I'm just listening. <laughs> I don't know what I thought about the title, honestly. Um, chew in. I, I, it's hard to think about who you're referencing when you're saying that, if you want to know the truth. Um, are we talking about Ruth? Are we talking about the final lineage, David? I don't know. Who we talking about? We talk about Ruth right now. It's, just we and her, we and her boys. Oh, okay, I'm just we talk okay. about her, but it does go down. It goes down to all those people you said. Because yeah. of one incident or one act, it yeah. gave everybody a place. That's what we gotta remember as as in, in when it comes to kingdom work, is that one act, one thing that we do according to God's will and purpose opens the door for many, many, many people to be blessed. To include David and Jesus. Our one act of kindness and loyalty. <laughs> Kelly, what you think about the time? Mm. Well, um, a shoe in. Uh, I believe I read some. I believe somebody read where that was part of a deal being sealed. Uh, that's how they. That's how they uh, uh shook hands. In other words, that's how they shook hands. They they, they gave their shoe. They put their shoe in. So really, what um what this king is doing is he's giving a root. Uh, the, the opportunity or the chance to come part of the lineage, you know, uh, through the marriage, through the conception, and God blessed it uh, all the way through the lineage of Jesus, the Messiah. Amen. Amen. Shanana, you ready? You want Brother Benoit to go first? Well, what I loved about the fact that he included um, Naomi, he wanted her to come and be part of it as well. Even though that's, I believe, Ruth's dead husband or her dead son. It was something like that where she was trying because we learned a little bit about this last week. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to put two and two together here. So I can see what he's saying as far as a lineage and, you know, the shoe in. So we bringing Ruth into a marriage or some kind of deal, you know. It sounds like, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Hey, you right on it. Brother Benoit? I don't know if that's a... When you say a shoe in, I mean, we say, well, I initially thought a shoe in. I mean, just, uh, I don't know if that's the same uh, or, or it's a sure win. Uh, but that's what came to mind when you said that you're a shoe in. It's like you're a sure win. You know, you're destined to, or hey, you can't lose. Uh, you know, when, that's what people say. It's, it's a sure win. Or it may be very well the same. You are shoe in as well. I don't know. Because uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes we hear something, we kind of hear what we want to hear. But uh, uh, to be on, stay on topic, when you say about the sealing of the deal, is it's, uh, or as we can say, uh, what used to be binding 
you know, as far as like a handshake. Uh, this guy who had the opportunity to gave away a opportunity to someone else for his own whatever reasoning. I think my personal belief is that, you know, he probably would have taken it if it hadn't had been tied to having to bear kids with someone else. That was a common practice in those times. And a lot of people just did not want to do that. They wanted to have kids. They wanted to raise their kids as their own. Uh, but uh, God set the place in the Mosaic law where if one dies without a child, his next of kin or brother, whomever was next in line, would have children with his wife so that that person's name lives on. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that being said, uh, like you said, it, it gave him an opportunity to uh, be a be in the lineage of royalty in the highest sense. So, uh, you know, the shoe in. So, uh, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, but at the, initially, I was thinking when you say shoe in, I wasn't sure if you said you were a shoe in. Sure in. Sure, you're sure in. And to put your shoe on, which is a choice at that point. Um, let me read. <laughs> I just looked up shoe in. Can I read what it says or whatever? Yeah, yeah, this about <laughs> A shoe-in is a guaranteed winner. This okay, now so pays, it is real. Okay. That was what I was wondering if that, because I've always thought it was a sure win, but when you said a shoe-in, I said maybe that is what they use. Uh, instead okay. of saying, you know how sometimes you misconstrue what people are saying. Oh, you're a shoe-in. I always thought they used to say you're a sure win, which is the same thing. But, uh, but then it says, this noun phrase first appeared in the 1930s in the context of horse racing. When there was a predetermined winner in a horse race, jockeys would hold their horses and shoe the winner in. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but anyway. <laughs> that was good, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect, perfectly, perfectly timed in, into that. And I like the way Benoit said that when he was listening, he kind of heard your sure win, you know, and, and, and really, that's really what this whole thing is about, is that the fact that Ruth came and Ruth said, uh, you know, Ruth, Ruth was just being loyal and, and became a shooting. I forgot that turn off. Ruth was doing what she was supposed to do and became a shooting. Uh, did, you, did I give you a chance to say something? Okay, I'm just making sure before I, before I get started. So let's look at what uh, Boaz did. First of all, I don't know if I've ever told you what Boaz's name meant. So let's start with that. So Boaz's name means strength is in him. Is that that is his, his name. That's what his name means. And Ruth's name means friendship. And so I thought that was kind of interesting how strength in him and friendship is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. That's hmm. all I'm gonna say about that. So I'm gonna say it one more time though. Strength in him, strength is in him, and friendship is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. And so as we begin to talk just a little bit about, so so we see that Boaz, we know Boaz was a businessman, right? And so he had a particular way he was gonna go about taking care of this thing that he had promised Ruth that he was going to do. So he goes to the city gate. And I began to wonder to myself, I said, I wonder how 
it took him sitting at the gate for the close relative to come by. I said, ain't no telling how long he was sitting there waiting for this man to come by. Because it ain't like, you know, we get on our cell phone and say, hey, you need to hear that stuff for the other. We do that all, you know, back in the day we sent a letter. It took forever. And, and, and let people know where we were going to be. But he just sat there and waited. Many times as Christian, God puts us in a position and a place where we have to just sit and wait for our blessing, for our change to come, for whatever God is doing in our life. And so that reminded me that, but you think about Boaz, like I said, he was familiar with the custom and he was familiar with where to go to get this thing done. And he was a businessman. He had bought and sold land in the past. It said that he was a rich man. So he had done this thing before. But I like how Boaz did it. He went not only and sat at the gate, but he went and got his own witnesses. He didn't wait for witnesses to come. He went and got his own witnesses, which is the elders. And so then he began to start and wait for the person to come. Now, one of the things that Benoit kind of brought this out as well, when it came to close relatives, you to be a close relative, the, one of the things that you had to do was to buy land back if it was sold uh, if it was sold, uh, to keep it in the family. You also had to do what we talked about, and Benoit also alluded to it, that the reason the man was okay with buying the land until he realized not only he had to buy the land, but he also had to marry Ruth and have a child in his name. Oh, no, he was like, uh-uh. Uh, it's okay to get the land. I got all these extra responsibilities. And then it doesn't really say here, but we are under the assumption that not only did he have to have a child in his name, but that child would also now be heir to his property, his land, as well as the land of Ruth and Naomi. He didn't want to give up his land. He's like, oh, no, it's not going to work. You you go ahead with that. I, I, hey, you, you ain't got no problems. I already got uh, enough problems. I don't need no more situations. Because not only did he have to buy the land, but he also had to be, take over the responsibility of taking care of Naomi and Ruth, as well as having an heir. He was like, nah, I ain't trying to, nah, nah. It's okay if I get the land. With problems, I don't, I don't need no more extras. I don't need no more, uh, we used to call it miles to feet. I don't need no more. I got <laughs> And so we also see that this is also it kind of gives us a glimpse in the redemptive plan of Christ as well, how he bought our lives and gave it all so that we could come back into the fold of, of living the right life with him. And so he sat there, he waited, he began to, then uh, the father, the man that he had been waiting on, the man of the hour came and he told him his story and he began to tell him the things that he was supposed to do. And the man declined. Do you know how many times when God, when, when people come into our lives, how, how many times God declines that person because they're not in line with what God has going on in our lives? What happened, Isn't that interesting? How, how many times God declines something or God stops something in its tracks to keep us from uh, falling the, away by the wayside. He also allowed things to happen to help build character in us. As well, amen. And so amen. we look at 
how this story is throughout the story. You can see how it talks about loyalty and how it talks about blessings and how it talks about redemption. And, and so this is kind of like a precursor to, to, in a sense of how Christ was going to go out of his way to make sure that we made it home safely, <laughs> to make sure that our lives would not go uncounted. That didn't mean, that would mean something uh, as we got, as we go on. And so I love how they like to keep things in the family. Of course, uh, uh, we do that to certain things. You know, we like to keep things in the family. Uh, and so we thank God that we can even see, even through our scripture, that they did that too. They like to keep things in the family. Now, after all of this transaction went on, our T. David Shue, and he said, okay, you witnesses to all of this that's going on. You witnesses that I'm buying the land. You witnesses that I'm marrying Ruth, which he did not have to do. All he was required to do was to purchase them, take care of them. So we're going to move on from that. So I'm going to open it up for uh, comments at this time. Any comments or any anything that sticks out to you in these scriptures before I go on? Nothing? No way. <laughs> anything that sticks out to you? Loyalty. I mean, yeah, definitely loyalty. Character. Character. I like that. Yeah. Loyalty is good. Both of those are good. Both of those are good. So let, let me let me let me ask you another question. I'll put it another way. Because uh, this is another point I wanted to bring out, and then we're going we gonna to talk about this for just a moment. So I got a question. So my question to you is, why are feet so important in the body? That's feet. what she said. F-E-E-T. Think about some scriptures where they talk about feet in the Bible. Why would you think, why do you think that's important? Feet. Showing you. You say showing your feet with the preparation of the gospel. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? The thing I know about feet in the Bible is when they used to wash them. I don't know what sentimental thing that was, but it was something they did a lot Washing back in the, the day. Feet? Okay, that's good. Is that a good one? Is there a scripture talking about lamp by your feet? Something like that. Light into my path. The word is a lamp unto my feet and light into my path. That's a good one. Anybody else? Feet. Why feet so important? I mean, those that preach the gospel. How beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel? That's good. (laughs) Hey, believe it. And let's not let's not even worry about what the scripture says. I mean, the, the feet. I mean, the feet gets you where you're going. Okay, yeah. feet leads us into a direction. Okay, that's good. I like that. I like that, brother. But go ahead, chime in anytime here. 
Oh my he's God. still with us. Yeah, he's thank you on me. Yeah. He's oh. just like, you probably have something to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't unmute. He'll be right there. You know what? Huh? Uh, feet. We talking about feet in the Bible. Why is feet so important? Or what do you? What scripture you think of that has foot feet in it? What scripture do I think that has feet in it? <laughs> um, any number of scriptures. I mean, they used to wash their feet, or he made this. It was important to wash one's feet when they came in and came if they were visiting. That was proper etiquette and uh, a way to treat your guests because uh, you know, uh, of course, you know, typically they wore sandals, and you can imagine how their feet looked from day to day walking in sand all day. So, uh, washing of one's feet was very important. And uh, like I said, it was proper etiquette. It's kind of like what we do to, uh, you know, as taking someone's coat and all that other stuff. It's just proper, or it was proper back then. Uh, but, you know, your feet was your main means of travel. If, especially for poor people. Yeah. Everybody didn't have a mule. Everybody didn't have a Camel, everybody, a lot, a lot of folks couldn't afford those things. So your feet were very important. Awesome. That's good. <coughs> That's definitely good. Okay. All right. So I want us to think just a moment about feet. I know I talked about shooting with shoeing. So you knew I was going with feet next, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so some of the good reasons that feet are important. Vanessa hit it right on the head. It get, leads us somewhere. It gives us direction and purpose. We uh, yeah. utilize our feet in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, then feet also is a sign of respect. That is part of the reason why they take, uh, they talk about laying at their feet. We see that even Jesus uh, laid, uh, people laid at Jesus' feet. The yes. so feet also is a testimony. Mm. The huh? feet is a testimony. Uh, yes. Like he said, he had took off his sandal and, and they were became witnesses. Feet. Feet also is a legal, legal thing. You, he said, uh, whatever you tread your feet upon. What belong will be yours. It'll come to you. So I want to point out like a few scriptures that I thought about when I thought of feet. <laughs> I thought about Moses when the Lord told him to take off the saddles because the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. I thought about yeah. Psalms where it says that all he put all things under his feet. Yes. He said also in Psalms that he'll set, he set my feet up on the rock, which gives me stability. The word is a light, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Shanana and Evanoi both talked about how they washed the feet. Just Jesus washed the feet of his disciples before he went on to glory. It was a custom in that time to also wash the feet as well. Jesus also, when he sent his disciples out to minister, 
He said, when you go into a city and you receive lodge there, in other words, do perform your blessings, do the things that you're supposed to do, minister there. But if not, guess what he said? Shake off the dust of your feet. And so feet are extremely important, not only for it to give us direction and respect, it also is good in ministry and it also shows a sign of respect for others. It is important. Feet are important. And so as we begin to talk about you a shoe in and put your shoe on, we're beginning to talk about, we just want to remind us that there are things in our lives and things that God has called us to do where he wants us all in. He wants us to make sure that we're doing everything that we possibly can do uh, to make that thing work. We give up too easily. We uh, cut ourselves short. But guess what? God wants us all in. And he can give us the strength to complete the task. If we can't make it, that's where we're supposed to call upon him. And ask him to help us with whatever it is that he has called us to do. We see that from the beginning of Ruth to the end of Ruth, that her being loyal and faithful and following after her made her in a position to receive the ultimate blessing, which is to be in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Just because of being faithful and following after Christ, and being respectful and honoring the people around you. So I'm gonna, uh, we got like six minutes. Is there any other comments before we pray? Make sure you type in the chat. If you have prayer requests, um, I can pull them off later so that I can uh, put them on my prayer book as well. And I know that uh, several of us are, are not feeling well, so I'm definitely gonna put all of you guys on the prayer list. Um, yeah. So uh, we're definitely going to do that already for other people. Anyone yes. else that you can think of that needs extra special prayer, uh, we pray. I want to ask. Go ahead. Oh, excuse me. I want to ask a question. Um, sis. Back in the day when I used to go to church on Saturday, not Sunday, but Saturday, I went both days. But on Saturday, they used to wash concave feet in the church. Soon as she came in, I guess because she was elder, I'm not sure what that was, but because I was a little kid, but I used to use top my feet. I just wanted to add that that you know I think it is a sign of respect and you know things of that nature. That's good. Care, like that. you know. That's right. That's right. Anybody else? You a shoe in? You put your shoe on it. I want to know, Vanessa. Hey, you heard of this stuff? This been working for me. What's I don't know if you can see it. I don't know if you can see it, but this is what I've been using. It's the oh, all brand DM, and this is the all brand vapor rub. And it's been keeping me open. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I was just gonna see it here. That was and mucinex. Yes, it's been helping well, we me use, a lot. We use mucinex. Okay. Well, I just wanted to suggest because I don't want you to get sick, sick, you know. No, I'm doing my best to keep from that. Shoot. Yeah, I heard you coughing. It started like with mamas, and it was like uh, she had the COVID and didn't know it, and I don't want you to be sick. Sometimes we go around people, and it's infectious. So what I do is I cover myself. I do this, and God already know what I'm talking about. All right, thank you. Know. Brother Vanoy? He know I hope, you know. Any comments? 
The uh, only quick comment that I have is the fact that uh, <clears throat> Ruth, uh, Ruth, the fact that she uh, was, I guess we said, sold to her new family to another, and not sold, but sold out to her new family to the point that no matter what uh, the poverty that they fell into and the death that they fell into, the willingness to uh, follow Naomi, Naomi wherever she went to also and being unfamiliar with the customs she has been forever uh put in or you can say not enshrined but she has forever been you know uh being in literary now because of the fact that she listened to naomi you know kind of like uh you know uh when Christ said something about the woman, you know, hey, this will be as far as she would, you know, when she wiped his feet, that, you know, because she has done this, I mean, she will be, you know, I mean, her story will be told from, from, from the, you know, until uh, it's coming. So the right. uh, same thing has happened to Ruth for her being, because she would, could have just as well been like the other daughter, went her own way, found her another man and did whatever else that she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, was being willing to be taught, led, and instructed uh, on uh, traditions that she knew nothing of. She didn't know that she was going to be uh, blessed. Didn't know that she was going to be, uh, you know, uh, giving a opportunity to bring blessing back to Naomi's family the way she did. That's right. That's good. That's definitely good. Yeah. Anybody else? We got about two minutes, and then we're gonna pray out. No more comments? Yeah, I've covered it. All right. All right. So, you pray us in, then. Okay, so, uh, Brother Gary, pray us out. Yeah. <laughs> Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we thank you for this night. We thank you, Father, every family represented here this evening. Father, I ask you to your protection over them right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just love you and we appreciate you, Father. We thank you for the speaker, oh, Father. We just ask you to hover over all of us, oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 Love y'all. Have a blessed week. You too. Love you guys as well. And remember, are you determined to go? <laughs> to grow. Yeah. God bless you. Hey, we go, we're going into first Samuel next week. Okay, right. first Samuel.